Support for another round comes from Squarespace. Start building your own website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code another round at checkout to get 10% off. What? Squarespace. You should. Show intro starting from top. Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Wow, wow, wow. This is an electric guitar <laughs> that you're listening to. I love it. I love it, Tracy. Cool. Hi, Heaven. What up? You look great. Um, Thank you. The braids <laughs> and the eyeliner. You are killing it today. Thank you. You're welcome, girl. Um, we have such a good show today. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? We're going to have another installment of Is This For Life? Ugh. Because this life is unbelievable. It is. It <laughs> is. We're bringing back Tracy's Animal Corner. Uh, 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 uh. Ready. Tracy's ready. <laughs> um, we're sitting down with Hannibal Burris to talk oh to him about his new comedy special on Netflix, but also just to talk about life. Yeah. He's great. I, he's, he's one so of my funny. favorite comedians yes. that I've never seen live. I feel so sad for you. He's great live. I feel sad for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're going to get Hannibal to play a few rounds of Drunken Debates Gotta with us. Got to defend my crown, y'all. He he's played... famous. He's funny. Fuck it. I'm going in. Are you ready, Tracy? I'm a little intimidated, <laughs> I gotta say. I I'm excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's, let's get into it. the show. For this installment of Is This Real Life, the segment oh, where we Lord. collectively question this reality that we exist in, mm-hmm. I have a great story for you coming to us from. Arizona. Oh, no. Phoenix, Arizona. I'm already outraged. We find ourselves in Desert Vista High School, where a few students were taking some senior pictures Mm -hmm. in their gymnasium. So far, this is okay. So they were spelling out the phrase, best you've ever seen in class of 2016. Mm -hmm. And in between... uh, With their shirts, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So every person's shirt had a different letter on it. And in between the words is like little asterisks to like space it out right so best you've ever seen class of 2016 Mm -hmm. they're wearing black shirts gold like tape Mm -hmm. so after this happened (laughs) they take the picture (laughs) a group of five girls wait (laughs) a group of six girls (laughs) took a picture that has blown up on social media i have seen this picture they decided to spell out nigger Mm-hmm. And if you will note in the sentence that I just read, there's no G. Mm. How do they even do this? <laughs> they use the little asterisks for the two G's, mm-hmm. but made sure you knew they are going with the full ER. Yeah, it's not. This is not an A situation, right? They had access to an A, correct? <laughs> they so they did. could have gone with the A. They went with a full ER. Ugh, that hard ER will get you fucked up. I tell you that much. <laughs> and these are these are white girls. They're we all should, white girls. Yes. And of course they are, but just to clarify. Who else would do this? <laughs> so all these white girls are taking this picture. Someone, of course, takes a screenshot of the Snapchat because mm. that's what Snapchat is. <laughs> and it starts like they put it on Twitter and then it goes viral. And mm-hmm. now everyone's talking about it. And they look so happy. Like, oh, my God, we're so clever. Look at this. Look what we did. Cheese. They're cheesing. Hard. I just want to play you some of the local news coverage of this mm-hmm. because there are two very absurd parts of this story. Okay. That's right, Stephen. Katie, the girl who took the photo and also the boyfriend of one of the girls in the photo also suspended. That's according to a source close to one of the girls in the photo. Now, what this means is that this all happened on January 22nd. So 10 days from there means that they'll be allowed to return to class 
by next week. There has been a lot of debate about what happened here at Desert Vista High School, and the punishment is no different. So the six girls got suspended for 10 days. 10 whole days, oh no. I would like to note that the reporter has a comically large calendar (laughs) that she flips over to illustrate what the length of 10 days is. (laughs) Ma'am, I know the length of time. I get it. I know how long a week is. I can add extra days to that. Uh, The boyfriend of one of the girls who is black. Uh Uh-huh also got suspended. Why? I don't know. I could not find it anywhere. What? Somehow the black boyfriend is implicated in this. Uh, black people get blamed even when white people are the ones doing shit. He's not in the picture. He's not the one taking the picture. Right. He um, is a boyfriend of one of these white girls. You know what? I bet they were like, they were influenced by this by this thug. It's his fault. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, couldn't like, find what, why any, any explanation of why he was suspended. Mm-hmm. This would also make a good white devil's advocate. Well, please let me know. What were they thinking? (laughs) Okay, check it out. Maybe they were like, (laughs) we have all these letters at our disposal. Uh Uh-huh. There are so many words we can spell. (laughs) Yes, so many. But we should should make a statement about the power of words Uh uh and censorship. And it is performance art. You know, it was, they were making a... I got nothing. I, know. <laughs> I was really following you for a second. Like, uh, what's the art? Uh, ain't none. <laughs> so, you know, after something like this happens, when white people get super apologetic, uh huh, it's like there's so many conversations f- for no reason about can white people use the N-word. We all know the answer to this. It's no. The answer is no. You call it the N-word. Come on now. You went with the E-R too. So mm-hmm. we're already in horrible territory. Hard white people can say whatever words they want but they have to be prepared for the consequences exactly. of their actions. Freedom of speech is And the way they talk thing. about it, they're like, oh my God, Oh, this would happen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like, girl, what did you think would happen right. when you took a picture for everyone to see and, and you put post on social media? You with know a how smile. social media works. So can we get to the second beautiful part of this story? Mm-hmm. I did not think this was related, but I learned it was. Oh. I saw an incredible headline in the Huffington Post the other day. Can I read you this? The headline? headline, this is the best headline that I've literally ever read in my life. NAACP leader uses F word to apologize for using the T word after N word meeting. <laughs> Let me just break that down. This <laughs> break headline that down for is y'all. an orgy of slurs. This is not in the headline, but the NAACP leader is white. Mm-hmm. Don Harris, president of the Maricopa County chapter of the NAACP. He is in this same uh community phoenix arizona Mm -hmm. the n-word meeting he was having is a meeting about what to do about these white girls right using the n-word casually (laughs) let me read that again naacp leader uses f-word to apologize for using t-word after n-word meeting what's the t-word you ask (laughs) i too had this question (laughs) so after this meeting about sensitivity (laughs) don was speaking with reporters which as a civil rights leader Mm -hmm. i think he knows how to do right he had a hot mic and he (laughs) looked at a reporter and said nice tits after the meeting it was time to talk to reporters when he'd finished with one crew he had this to say about the female reporter can you just talk about the uh, nice tits? He was talking to Ray Stern, a reporter for the Phoenix New Times. A reporter was like, can you talk about, and he interrupted yeah. to say nice tits. Let's hear that again. 
can you just talk about the um, nice things? He was talking. Not that there's like a classy way to do that, but like he, <laughs> the way that he said it, it's just like I need a shower. He's yes, nice Please hear his explanation of it. <laughs> Harris says he doesn't believe the female reporter he was talking about heard him. He says he feels like he's let down the NAACP, calls his comment ugly, and says it just slipped out, guy to guy. He turned to me. Um, so his excuse, he he he's just talking between guys. Guy oh, to guy. Okay. We just weren't supposed to hear it. That was the problem. Finished my titties. meeting about the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, look at those titties. The thing that kills me is like everybody's answer whenever they say something that they know is fucked up is, I didn't know that it would be that bad. Yeah. To quote Crystal from the read, words mean things. Yes. Words mean things. You can't say whatever you want to. He said, I've given up my law practice. I'm down here six, seven days a week. That's what my commitment is. I support now the women's organization. God damn, are you shitting me? Are you going to write this up? So, I I was left with just one thought. Mm -hmm. Is this real life? I am very sad to say that yes, it is. It is. Unfortunately. We caught it all on tape. <laughs> this is real life documented. Everybody, welcome to our next installment of Tracy's Animal Corner. Hey, Tracy's Animal Corner. Bing. The song changes every time. <laughs> <laughs> so today's Animal Corner is going to be pretty short because basically, like, I just have one question asked in a thousand different ways. So up on Animal Corner is whales. <laughs> okay. How do they exist? <laughs> do you know how big whales are? I'm going to tell you how big whales are. Tell us, Tracy. So the blue whale is the largest whale. The blue whale is also the largest animal on Earth. The blue whale is also the largest animal in the history of the Earth. The blue whale is bigger than dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. The biggest blue whale recorded is 30.5 meters long or the length of a Boeing 747 airplane. Mm. Planes are huge. Whales are the size of planes. <laughs> Blue whales are bigger than dinosaurs, and they're just swimming around right now <laughs> in the ocean. Well, they're not bigger than all dinosaurs. They're bigger than any dinosaur that has ever lived. That's not true. It's true. No, it's not. It's true. No, it's not. It is true. It's uh, true. I'm trying to tell you. I feel very strongly that that's not true. It's true. Than any dinosaur that the has blue been recorded. Whale. Yes, ma'am. The blue whale. You can Google it. Every single thing. Blue whale. What? The blue whale is the biggest animal that has ever been on this earth, and they're still fucking here. Listen. How? How, Swayford? How? Can you imagine if they learned how to live on land? If they learned how to walk? Yo, we're goners. Yeah, it's whales Jurassic are Park a thing. up in here. <laughs> Blue whales exist. I just don't even, I don't understand why more people are not terrified. I feel like a lot of people do like whale spotting and shit. <gasps> Which brings me to this point. <laughs> Y'all, do not go whale watching. Like all of those cute little like tourist videos or whatever and like postcards of people like on, fun. on a tiny ship and then next to it this big ass whale That's jumps true. up out it the water. That's not that fun. Right. What if the whale is like, 
if it moves like 10 degrees to the east or whatever. Like they're always so close. That well could fuck all of y'all up. Also, they sound really fucking weird. What do they sound like? Like a horror movie. They sound like horror movie sound effects. Like weird ghost things. Oh my like God. <laughs> Incredible, Tracy. Incredible. Just awful, awful. Let me play a tiny bit. Yeah, this is a humpback well that we're listening to right now. That's a fucking ghost. <laughs> that is a poltergeist. That is Freddy. Come back to life to kill your ass. It's what ridiculous. If, what if people are being reincarnated from their ghost selves into oh my God. all the blue whales on Earth? Oh, my God. What if I come back as a blue whale? <laughs> and you know what's crazy, though? I feel like blue whales are probably, like, really misunderstood. Like, they're huge. They they eat, like, little tiny organisms. So, I mean, you know, they're not, like, hunting down other whales and, like, eating them. Listen, here's all I'm saying. Do not trust them. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're very interesting. Admire them from a distance. <laughs> Watch you some nature documentaries. <laughs> Don't talk to them. They're up to something. <laughs> Don't buy drugs from these ones. They're probably going to just like turn you into something. Oh, they probably got the best connects though. They probably do, but you don't want to risk it. You do not <laughs> want to risk it because if they decide to turn on you, that's it. That's all. Mm. It's not all good, y'all. Whales are out there. But are they friendly? Probably. And that's the thing. If they're like eating like these tiny <laughs> Yeah, pets? they're not predators. They're, they're just big ass whales. But if they ever gain self-realization and they're like, yo, we could fuck this shit up if we wanted to. Take then it's over. over. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's over. I just, it makes me very anxious that whales are just, they're, whales are out there. <laughs> I just don't know how else to say this, y'all. <laughs> whales are swimming right now. <laughs> they swimming, B. <laughs> whales are swimming. <laughs> Be and alarmed. This has been Tracy's Animal Corner. <laughs> Be alarmed, whales exist. <laughs> it's crazy. I just don't understand it. That's all. Great. God bless the child. Who has their own? I don't know if my mom used to say that or somebody else. <laughs> I think I don't, all black I don't believe say in it. God, but I like that saying still. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. God bless the child who has their own. Um, do you remember the TV show Rock? Mm-hmm. That was the opening theme song. God bless the child is that's the song that it comes from. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was from a song. Yeah, them that's God shall all right, get. Tracy. Them that's not <laughs> shall lose. Oh man! So the Bible says. I love when Tracy sings. I will sing the whole thing. Please <laughs> rein me in, someone. All right, everybody. We wanted to have this next guest on because he is a hilarious, hilarious guy. He's definitely one of my favorite comedians. If you've never seen his stand up, first of all, shame on you. <laughs> you can check out his third hour long comedy special on Netflix right now. It's called Comedy Commissado. Um, you may have seen him on Broad City or co-hosting the Eric Andre show. You'll see him soon in the movies Daddy's Home and Band of Roberts. And you'll hear his voice in animated movies Angry Birds and The Secret Life of Pets. He also sort of inadvertently blew the lid off of this Cosby shit. Um, welcome to the show. Yo, you've been doing a hey. lot. Animal Birds. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome. welcome. 
Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thank you for drinking with us. I know. No <laughs> we like to start all our interviews. What do you do and why? What do I do? I do, I do comedy because I just started and I fell in love with it. I started when I was 19. Felt energized. I just liked doing it. I liked, you know, sharing my ideas and enjoyed the the vibe and energy of, of performing stand-up and, and just kept on pursuing it. You seem like a cynical person. Sure. But, but your your stand up is full of so much like curiosity and wonder. How do you how do you like maintain your sense of excitement about the world or your sense of curiosity? Well, it's, it's cynical it's cynicism mixed with wonder when I'm wondering what the fuck is wrong with people. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, have that. Oh, why are you so stupid? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it's most mostly curiosity about that. Uh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm amazed by people. I like to go outside my comfort zone and go to see shit I haven't been to before. Just I'll check out something. Like what? That, just going to, like I went, I was in Japan. I was meeting up with friends in Japan, but they had went to a place a couple hours away. So they had already mm. been there. So they had left Tokyo. Mm. So then I'm just kind of in Japan solo. Like, what do I do? So I just wrote on Twitter what to do in Japan. Mm. And somebody was like, oh, this wrestling event is happening. And Ooh. I was like, all right, I'm going to go see Japanese wrestling. Oh like, my no, God, questions, so fun. no questions asked. And it was it was fun. They watch, they watch wrestling in a different way. It's not, the vibe is not have you, if you ever watched WWE, Yes, it's very uh, uh-huh. like, as far as the crowd testosterone all over the place. But the uh, the Japanese is very kind of they watch it in as if they're watching a play. Like if you put them, if you took them out of that dome and put them in uh, on Broadway, you're like, oh, it, uh-huh. it works too. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing like golf claps in between, like claps. <laughs> it was like a big show of flurry of like te- great technical wrestling. They're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clapping afterward it's very uh, but you know they have some outbursts but for the most part it's very calm and in and, and control you're famous now right ish do you yeah. do you feel like you have a hard time getting the kinds of things you want to do uh n- no you know what at least at this point over the past few months or whatever I'm kind of just trying to figure out what's like. I'm getting different things or different pilots or or movie things. So it's kind of just trying to plan out the next few months. Versus, I, I got some ideas that I want to do, but I'm not. I don't want for anything right now. Hmm. Do That's you dope. do you like being famous? Aspects of it are are cool. I like probably like having money more than I like mm-hmm. being famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I like having packed comedy shows when I go on the road. So that's a product of fame and and uh, and the work I've done. But it, it's just it just depends if people are rude. That's the only time mm-hmm. it sucks when people are rude. Yeah. Or if people um, say dumb shit. <laughs> 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 that's pretty. It, but yeah, for the most part, it, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm terrified of fame. Yeah. I want everything else but like the fame. Like I don't want people like interrupting like my. My meals and, yeah. and and criticizing every little thing. I'm like, mind mind your business. Leave, <laughs> just leave me alone. But the money, I would I would love to have some. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a, just an interesting. It is like living in a weird ass 
it's just a weird world where it's like, okay, so this this again tomorrow. <laughs> but it's you know, it's it's nice to have people appreciate your work, mm-hmm. get free shit a lot of time. I've been able to meet a lot of people that I admire and or I have people that I've looked up to and it turns out that they like my shit very it's certain weird situation. Like I did Snoop Dogg's a web series of his last week. Started off, it was a panel, but then it started the the panel open with just a one on one, me and Snoop Dogg just talking. And I'm like, I'm fucking talking with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like, I've known Snoop Dogg is most of my life. This motherfucker came out in '94. Mm-hmm. I'm 32. That's 21 years. <laughs> it's Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> and so now I'm, like, I'm sitting next to this motherfucker just talking regular. So, stuff uh, like that is what makes it really, really cool. So interesting energy around me sometimes where I'm I'm skeptical of of people. It's it's a it's a weird emotion when you're when you're flattered and cynical at the same time. People you like, oh that's nice that you would say that, but what the fuck are you up to? <laughs> what are you up to, lady? What's your motives? What are you doing? What's going on here? Why are you so giddy? I don't know you. Where were you six years ago? What's going on here? Is this a setup? What's happening? Is this a setup? Did Bill Cosby send you or some shit? What's going on right now? Not falling for it. I feel like we can't do this interview without talking about Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. Mm. All right. So I saw you do that bit or like work through that that uh joke at the knitting factory a few months before it blew up i guess mm-hmm. bill cosby has the fucking smuggest old black man public persona that i hate this kid's on tv pull your pants up black people i was on tv in the 80s i can talk down to you because i had a successful sitcom yeah, it was great women, Bill Cosby, so kind of brings you down a couple notches. I don't curse on stage. Well, yeah, you're a rapist, so I'll take you saying lots of motherfuckers on Bill Cosby himself if you weren't a rapist. And at the time, the way you said it, I was like, oh, this is a... You said it so casually. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm the one who doesn't know anything. (laughs) This is a thing everyone knows. And what I learned is, yes, people do know it. Yeah. But... The responses from men to these Bill Cosby allegations, mm-hmm. they were just a lot of what we would call hotep reactions. <laughs> Faison Love called you a house Negro. Mm-hmm. Like shit like that. I get a lot of that. Mm. What are some like the worst like hotep reactions you've seen? You coon ass sellout. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the funniest thing is that people think it was this weird plan mm. like I was called into a board meeting or something <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like okay we're gonna do this to Bill Cosby and now it's paid off mm-hmm. so like now I, I got other things that people see they're like oh you got that cause of Cosby yeah. oh, like, wow. oh you got neighbors too cause of Cosby like, no, I was in neighbors <laughs> I was in neighbors one it was a couple years ago <laughs> fuck that <laughs> they put you in the sequel cause of the 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's just this weird thing with any. Uh, it's just a. Uh, it's funny. It's just most. It's social media shit. Nobody ever talks to me like that when I'm out and about. But yeah, whenever there's something new about the the case, mm-hmm. then people come with like fresh energy towards me. <laughs> but they're saying the same shit that mm-hmm. I've heard for since October. 2014 so it's just like oh here we go again it was so depressing to see men's reactions to that honestly these people clearly value a fictional character right. more than my humanity mm-hmm. did it feel weird to have like your voice count more than like yeah dozens that's of what women? that's why mm-hmm. i say because i'm like i'm the least i'm the least important person in mm. this whole situation but people make me it's like no i'm shouldn't that's why i don't really like it is yeah. just because I'm like, why do you keep on talking about me? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's how. I mean, that's just a better story for media, I guess. When mm-hmm. they, when they, when they leave with me, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting just seeing people's constant reaction anytime it's someone. Fucking you, fuck you, Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I stopped corresponding with people like a while ago about just because. That's one really rare thing that happens mm-hmm. on the internet, especially with hot button issues like that. Mm-hmm. It's rare that people say, okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you have you know a point. What? You have a point. It's just going to be just people go bigger to try to prove what they say, and you go bigger, and then it's just back and forth, and then you waste the time um, you know, screaming at somebody you probably never going to see. In real life, <laughs> and if you did see them in real life, the fucking interaction be you ain't about that life. Way right. neither, yeah. neither person is about that life. Yeah. Be like, oh <laughs> shit, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew that you know, offhand joke about Cosby raping would lead to me having amazing consensual sex across the country? <laughs> And in in your uh, comedy, you talk about dating, but I can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think you talk more about sex now. Yeah, you do. Is this because you're having more of it? Because as your fame, as your star shoots, this is not the phrase what? I was looking for. <laughs> as your star rises, are you? Do you have more groupies now? Is it more access, or are you just like more comfortable talking about sex now? I just been I've been I think I talked about it on all three specials just because yeah. it happens sometimes and sometimes some <laughs> scenario I don't I don't think I lean into it too much. No, not too much. <laughs> I just feel like I heard more references curious. to many instances of consensual sex, especially uh, since the <laughs> Bill Cosby thing happened. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, just stuff. I, it's uh something that happens. Are you on Tinder? <laughs> Uh, I'm off and on it. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't like just leave my shit uh, open. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I don't just like have it on seeking constantly. But every <laughs> yeah. now and then, I'll allow myself to be located. But then mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, what am I doing? I don't this shit. <laughs> no, I was reading somewhere that um, Amy Schumer is on like rich people Tinder. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing that celebrities know about that we just don't, our, us plebs don't have access to. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? Uh, it's called on. Raya. It's called what? Raya. Yeah. R-A-Y-A. Yeah. Uh, are you on it? Yeah. 
Oh. Oh my God. Can we see it? You want to see it? Yeah. I, this is the only way I've ever <laughs> seen it. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, this is it. Just give me full control of your phone. <laughs> Can we swipe for you? Like the interface is much fancier than uh oh, it's nice. than Tinder. Uh, do you want to? Wanna... Um, it's a slideshow, so people have a song to it. <gasps> What's your song? My song now. I forget the guy's name. It's this Brazilian song. For a while, it was this Flying Lotus song that uh is Ooh. actually the one that I use on a special. But now it's this song that uh my boy Al put me onto. <laughs> Y'all can't see this, but Hannibal's jamming. This is a this nice groove. It's very um, 80s R&B two-step. Yeah. Like your uncle is somewhere with a cup in the air right now. You can swipe a couple if you want to. Be, yes, please. Be, be, uh, I won't. My profile, I'm not I'm not visible on here right now either, so it'll have to be if she if they pick me before. Ooh. All right. This How is do you feel fascinating. She's boring. Uh, she does look very boring. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So this girl is 29. She's yeah. very pretty. She's very pretty. She also she looks also boring. And see, I can't tell if like... Go through what's her song? <laughs> uh, that one Diddy album. Yes. Um, she, she has a Mace song. Yes. She's 29. Word. Oh, that's a yes. The the song saved her for me. Okay. I feel like everybody on her is going to be like very, very thin with long hair and big boobs and That's perfect. what I'm getting. I'm getting so, a lot of it that. It is kind of, it's very, it's kind of modelly industry-ish yeah. on there. Yeah. This next one's graphic a very design. skinny model. Graphic designery on there, fashion <laughs> industry-ish. <laughs> She's also boring. Uh, But I have some friends that swear by it. I've, used, uh-huh. I've met up with a few people on here, uh-huh. uh, but it was... Uh, I met up with one girl that didn't know that kale was a vegetable. <laughs> and that's when I what do you, knew it was What do you a, mean? What did she think it was? I don't know what she thought it was. Because <laughs> uh, we went to a spot in Williamsburg and she uh, she was like, oh, it's uh, bar food. It's a bunch of bar food. They don't have any. Oh, they got kale here. That's weird. And I was like, oh, you know, it's Williamsburg, so they have to have a... <laughs> A veggie option. <laughs> she was like, "What?" And she was like, "Kale's a vegetable." And oh, I she said it out loud. Stared and she and then uh, and then she looked it up on her phone. And I was like, "Don't, don't, don't, don't do it, don't do it." And then I'm like, "Oh, oh no. we're never gonna be anything." <laughs> so, are there definite things that are like, "Oh, you have to go," like that's yeah, a deal breaker. Deal breaker. If a woman doesn't know kale is a vegetable, you don't know a kale or something. Is <laughs> a thing that exists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it was. Or just, what are some of the pettiest reasons you said no? The pettiest reasons? Yeah. I feel like I have so many of those. It was in, I was in Austin, Texas recently. It was, uh, it was a woman I've hung out with before. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Fuck. Who was on the radio? Otis Redden came on mm. the radio. And, Try uh, a little tenderness. And uh, I don't know if she was just faded or she was kidding or something, <laughs> but I tried to. She said. I would like to be oldest red. I was like, even oh, no. in the uh, uh, 60s or 70s, she was like, I was like, you, uh, <laughs> oh no. A white woman, like, you think it'd be better to be oldest red in the 60s than the white woman? And I was right like, are now. you serious? I was like, you're not joking? Like, you being totally serious and shit? Or? That's offensive, madam. And then, and we, we pull it up at my hotel in an Uber, and I was like, all right. <laughs> You're standing here. <laughs> that's not a petty reason. That's a good reason. I was like, you uh, take her home. Yeah, that's 
That's a decent reason. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. I'm going to give you some advice. I had a closed, cold heart. <laughs> hey, good. Yes. Listen, I was just about to say, I'm going to give you some advice love. that you don't need. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. Find somebody yeah. with more money than you. Marry them. Get your side piece. It doesn't matter in the end anyway. You're going to get fucked over. So Wait, so it. on that app, it's definitely like all skinny white girls. There's some, uh, there's some black women on there. Yeah? Yeah. Do, you, do they do, all look like skinny white girls? <laughs> <laughs> I assume they do. Racially ambiguous. <laughs> all right, now comes the fun part. <laughs> this is our rapid fire segment that we like to call Pew Pew Pew. These are finger guns. Okay. Because guns are fast. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 a lot of very random questions. Let's start with, what was your nickname growing up, if you had one? By my friends, or by, my sister used to call me Booby for some reason. <laughs> Aww. My older sister. <laughs> that is but so my HB, because my father's name was John, and he would go by JB, so uh-huh. I heard his friends call him JB, so I started telling everybody to call me HB. Aww. Also, so then I wouldn't have to have awkward Hannibal conversations every time I met somebody. <laughs> my name's HB. <laughs> Did your sister still call you Booby? No. Oh, she should bring it back. Tell her hmm? I think that she should. Uh, that'd be back. weird. She got kids and shit. <laughs> can't call. You me. could be Uncle Booby. Can't call me Booby. <laughs> I would love an it's Uncle a Booby. Weird dynamic. <laughs> Uncle Boo- Uncle Booby sounds like he just got out of jail. <laughs> you right. Uncle Booby. But he would be the cool Uncle, Uncle Booby sleeping over again. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound like the worst uncle. (laughs) Do you do any impressions? Can you do any impressions? Uh, I I can do impressions for a second or two, and then I I lose it. But it's not my it's not my strength. Not your forte. It's not my my forte. Name somebody. I'll try to do an impression of them. Um, I just forgot the name of every person. There you go. These Americans. <laughs> See, I'm not good. Come on, do another one. Do another one. Speed, speed, speed and pressure. I can't do that. No. Go on, uh, <laughs> That's I difficult. mean, you say anyway, so I have figured. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Look at the card. It says it right here on the card. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yo, um, I like to ask people who are professionally in front of people yeah. how they deal with sweat. Mm, we asked Hillary Clinton this. I'm sweating right now. I'm you still. don't think she's a robot? She admitted to being a robot. <laughs> she jokingly actually. admitted that. Yeah. Actually, and she did. But how do you deal with sweat? Yeah, she handled that with humor. Huh? <laughs> great, defle- or great deflection technique. <laughs> which brings me to what my theory is. <laughs> uh, well I just played. let it. I just let it flow. I might have a towel up there. Uh, you saw the special. I was very sweaty. This is my sweatiest <laughs> special of the three. Uh, yeah, it's just it's sweat. It's a good, you know, it's a good cleanse. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, it makes uh, you know, have a little water on stage and it makes people look like I'm working hard if I'm sweating. Like, oh shit, he's really. He's I like really that reading here. of it. Yeah, I feel like that's a very dude answer though. Yeah, like women can't be on stage like looking gross. Also, with, like, but the like sweat is makeup. read as gross instead of just like human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Have you That's seen just the world we live in? Okay, don't. <laughs> the world we live in. I didn't make it. We just live in it. Dude sweating is dude sweating. Women, Women sweating, sweating on sweating. stage. What are you doing? Well, you can sweat on stage. You just can't. You have to be dancing and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beyonce can be sweating. But right. You gotta, if you just talking, right. it's like, why is she sweating? She's just talking. Exactly. Yeah, that would yeah. be me. She's sitting still. Why does she look like she just ran a marathon? That, that or you have like... to be yell like you have to be yelling mm-hmm. or doing some like Your crazy cat. Williams, like your performance has to fit the yeah. the sweat. Mine did not at all. <laughs> I was sweating five minutes into the performance. That would be me though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I was just like, I'm gonna own it. They were trying to give me a towel and shit. I'm not gonna wipe the towel. I don't want to wipe. I don't want to use a towel while I'm on camera and shit. Mm. It's just not. You're yeah. professional. You said I'm gonna push just through just it. Push through it and just have this be my sweaty special. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. I respect I'll it. I'll take the tweets. <laughs> I'll take them. I saw them coming <laughs> six months ahead of time. You, you all are predictable. <laughs> what I'm saying. I know what you're going to say before you say it. <laughs> Let's take a break. Support for another round comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. They take the guesswork out of the complicated stuff. Which brings us to a little thing we like to call the screen name drinking game. The rules are simple, Tracy. I'll present you with two screen names, and you'll have to guess which one I made up and which one I actually for real life in this present moment used on this earth. (laughs) I'm nervous. If you lose, you drink. Those are the rules. Here are the two options. Writing girl 91, girl with a U. (laughs) Or Ethiopian baby. (laughs) Baby B-A-B-Y, just mad normal. Oh my gosh. I feel like even baby heaven would not have been Ethiopian baby. (laughs) I'm going to guess writing girl with a U, 91. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's wrong. <laughs> Just straight up Ethiopian baby was at one point in my name. How was that not taken? That's like the most That's general. What I, said. I was like, ooh, I got this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, no. All right. I'm drinking, keeping up my end of the deal. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use and there's no coding required. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code another round to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. You should. So a thing that we learned is that you were on the debate team in high school. Oh, shit. Y'all did some real we research. We dug deep into your past, sir. Yeah. And there was this great video from your hotel room where you're accepting an award. Yeah, they made me alumnus of the year for the Chicago Debate League. That's Aww. incredible. I, was, I think I was in Norway at the time. Mm. <laughs> it was a strange hotel situation. Yeah. <laughs> but we like to play this game on our show inspired by my little sister called Drunken Debates. Mm-hmm. I did not play this drunk with her. <laughs> but we like to... Uh, just throw in some random nouns and debate the merits of all of them. Mm-hmm. We debate which one is is best. Would um, you be down to play a few right. rounds? Yeah, sure. Mr. Chicago Debate Alumnus of the Century. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put you to the test. In this bowl before me are a bunch of random nouns. I mm-hmm. think they're all nouns. Um, so it's Black History Month. So we wanted to do black inventions. But yeah. this is definitely one of those things where you know how people are like, 
we were kings and queens and we invented, we invented everything. So many things. <laughs> but the research is not always clear on mm-hmm. if the, these are true. Yeah. So we're going to say, we're going to attribute these to certain black folks. Right. If they did not invent them, they at least made them better. Yes. That okay. we can say confidently. Right. Sure. So there's going to be two minutes on the clock. Mm-hmm. So you both have to argue in that span why your thing is great. And right. heaven will be the judge and she I will, will be the, the arbiter of these debates. Yeah. What, do you, what do y'all got? All right. I'm going to pick a thing. What do you have, Tracy? I have the ironing board. Mm. Mm. What you got? I have peanut butter. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So the ironing board uh, was brought to us by Sarah Boone in 1892. Mm-hmm. And the peanut butter situation is from George Washington Carver discovered about <laughs> 300 different uses for the peanuts? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Hold on. (laughs) Sorry. We have two minutes on the clock. Mm -hmm. Please present your best arguments. Hannibal, as you are our guest, you may go first. Okay. Well, it's just peanut butter is uh, in a lot of things that we have today. (laughs) Peanut butter and jelly, Reese's, peanut butter cups. It's a staple in lots of people's favorite ice creams. (laughs) The ironing board is great, but it's not that great when it can be replaced by uh, a towel on a dresser. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, it's just peanut butter is necessary. More people have peanut butter than have ironing boards. (laughs) I have an ironing board. I haven't used mine in months. Uh, It's just I wear the same jeans all the time anyways. (laughs) It's just it's peanut butter. It's a classic. You know, uh, Sarah Boone. What was her name? I got it already. So, <laughs> Sarah Boone, 1892. 1892. I mean, thank you for inventing the ironing board and allowing people to, you know, get fresh and everything. Uh, <laughs> we respect, but it's not, I mean, as far as the rankings go with the peanut right. butter. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Thoughts, Tracy. Here is why you are wrong. Okay. And here is why ironing boards are so much more important. Yeah. You can place a towel on a dresser or on the floor <laughs> or on your bed or whatever. And you can iron and you can get an okay like situation with your dress shirt. You know, you can't like crease a nice pair of jeans like Uncle Booney would. Uncle Booney would never <laughs> fuck around with a towel on the dresser. The ironing and you know how black people feel about wrinkles. Black people will iron everything. Draws, socks, <laughs> white t shirts. They not gonna go outside wrinkled at all. If they had to choose between an ironing board and peanut butter, they'd be like, well, I have a few other food options that I can choose. But to get this crease in here, though, I got to go with the ironing board. Ten seconds on the clock. You can live with an ironing board. You can't live without peanut butter. No, fuck. You can live without peanut butter. You can't live without Oh, no. You yeah. made his argument, Tracy. Freudian. All right. No. Class- Time is up. Freudian uh. slip. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm sorry, JC. That definitely went to hell. No, this it's okay. Uh, I mean, you in a tough spot. You're a very gracious. Super winner. soakers. Ooh. You were, super soakers would have been more fun. For the next round, Hannibal has picked super soakers. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, let me. Lonnie Johnson started in the '80s, secured a patent in 1991, and he was in the Air Force, worked in NASA. He's trying to develop a water-generated heat pump. He Shout also, out to Lonnie. He also just sued some white company. Over the super soaker because they weren't giving like his yeah so many oh hell yes what you got Tracy I got hot comb listen <laughs> mm, all right mm, we got hot mm. comb and super soaker right. two minutes on the clock Eleanor we ready mm-hmm. Tracy you want to take this one first I would love to begin this one all right black girls. <laughs> 
in her. Mm-hmm. Y'all know the struggle. Our nappy-headed asses was brought over here with these white folks. <laughs> Colonialism is a thing. Racism is a thing. The standard of beauty that was like, yo, we need long, straight hair. Mm-hmm. blah 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 Fucked up, but understandable. That's just what happens when you're a stranger in a strange land. You feel like you got to conform. Now, listen. The thing that really helped us to do this was the hot comb. And white people who are listening, a hot comb <laughs> is quite literally an iron comb, a, a cast iron comb that you will put on a stove, turn the stove on, flames, flames. The comb is engulfed in flames, gets it nice and hot, and then you put it in your hair to straighten it out. And then it gets real dangerous because you got to like get right next <laughs> to the scalp and it should be so hot. And your mom be like, hold your ear. <laughs> You'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. But, you know, I'm not making a point. So... Yeah. Yeah, Hot you weren't making just a point. Nah. Yeah. Okay, but listen. And like, thank you for that. A- <laughs> thank you for that. We, while we appreciate your audio Wikipedia entry on uh, hot combs. Uh, listen, talk to us, animal. Super soakers. Mm. Super soakers were amazing. Revolutionized the water pistol. <laughs> this man, it were all types of super soakers, and it just made people. It, it's created fun. People. Shooting each other with water in the streets. People shooting girls in the hair that have straightened their hair with hot combs and motivating them to go back to the natural hairstyle. If a, if a black boy takes a water gun out in the streets today, a white cop will see him holding this water gun, think it's a real thing, bam, you gone. And you luckily, done. Super Soak is a hazardous to your health. Hot combs keep your shit laid. <laughs> Super soakers were iconic in the nineties, and they're done now. And we have to judge them by the and time they're done now. And Hot combs <laughs> up. <laughs> These are uh, compelling arguments. Yeah, that last point, the the police shit, so, the Black Lives Matter shit. That's yeah. big. There's I mean, a good balance of fun and useful here happening. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I think the fun of Super Soakers is important, but you cannot deny Tracy's point. Uh. about one the importance of the hot comb but mm-hmm. also the danger mm. of mm. the super soaker mm. Mm. in the in the hands mm. of a black man yeah it's true i just say it's just a life. depressing truth <laughs> so heaven you're the judge i don't know what happens now we've never had a tie well we have That's a tie a... <laughs> i guess you this know is... what i you know what i i i can see the the hot combs mm. usefulness <laughs> it definitely helped lots of uh Black women get office jobs back then. Right, right. It's an economical thing. Yeah, for centuries, so, low key. So, yeah. uh, shout out to Madam C.J. Walker. You know, <laughs> the debate is fun, but the hot combs place in history is mm. All right. Um, I'm going to give you guys both the tie. We don't like ties, but here, I think both parties really did well. Yeah. We we did. Maybe we you should, you should come back so that we can finish this because I yes. like... I like to win, or at least right. I just like to have like a solid, you know. <laughs> but this is cool. I am I am honored to share the first tie with you. All right, thank you. Thank it you so fun. much for playing with us, Hannibal. Thanks a lot, y'all. You're a great debater. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Where can the people find your work? What do you What do you want people to check out right now? Check out my Netflix special, Comedy Commissado. Bra City uh, premieres February 17th, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be touring soon in April or May, so just check out tour dates. And where bit. can people find you on Twitter and Twitter at media? Hannibal Burris and uh, Instagram at Hannibal Burris, Facebook, 
the same thing. <laughs> How do you spell burst? B U R E S S. One Ira. One Ira. I got a Pinterest page, but it had nothing on it. <laughs> Are you on Pinterest? I have a Pinterest because somebody told me that Pinterest has people that like spend money or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's good for like mood boards and shit. Well, if you want to put together outfits or something. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Visualizing things that you want to get. What in your about life? guns? Can you just make a Pinterest there board is, full of guns? There's dude Pinterest, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. There's a section where they're like really into cars Smith and guns. Smith and Wesson Pinterest. Yeah. Oh my god, dude Pinterest. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yo, thanks for chopping this it up was with us. So thanks, fun. Thank you. Come back soon for another debate. Yeah. Baby, come through. You deserve a Black History Round tonight. <laughs> I love it. Our rounds this month are all going to be Black History related. They're always Black History related because we're black as fuck. But we <laughs> yes. thought that we would do this we're in gonna, a formal way. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to formally say they're black. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, who are you buying around for? I am buying around for Lorraine Hansberry. Ooh. So Lorraine Hansberry was a playwright. She was the first black woman to have a play performed on Broadway. That play was A Raisin in the Sun. What? Yeah. She's the first? The very, very first. And she was only 29 when that happened. Yo. She was so, I'm a, so I'm young. ashamed to say I haven't read or seen A Raisin in the Sun, which seems like to be like a very black history classic. It's black as fuck. Mm. I remember learning about Lorraine Hansberry when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just always felt like a really, really deep connection to her. She was, she unfortunately died very young. She was 34 when she passed away. Damn. Yeah, it was pancreatic cancer. Wow. Um, but I read um, A Raisin in the Sun, and I also read the posthumous work, To Be Young, Gifted, and Black, which mm. was like a collected um it was just like a collection of like her final writings and like unpublished writings. Mm. She was young, she was black, she was very, very radical for the time. She mm. was very active in the civil rights movement. Other facts about her, she was an atheist. She was a lesbian. How did how did uh people know this information? From her writings, from like really? her journaling and stuff like that. Yeah. So she was like an out atheist mm-hmm. and lesbian. Mm-hmm. I feel like the common consensus now, and again, don't quote me on this, is that she was a closeted lesbian. Mm. But now that she's passed and like her personal papers have been made public, like she mm. talks openly about her relationship with other women, even though she was married to a man for a time. Sexual freedom was like a constant theme in the things that she wrote, mm. which is like huge and radical during this time because yeah. like at the time, like Still the idea now. was like, yeah, yeah, it was Du Bois and his talented 10th. You know, like we must be like respectable. We mm. must be like distinguished. And she's talking about sexual freedom. And it's just like, what? What? One of the things that she once said was that women who are twice oppressed often become twice militant. Mm. So that's like a really interesting spin on Du Bois' theory of double consciousness. It's like being an American and being black and being Mm. African. And she just like threw a whole nother like layer into it. And it's like, well, to be a black woman, Mm. you know, like it it means something different. She believed in... uh, defending against oppressors with force which is not which is a thing that like became like a well-known like battle cry mm. once Malcolm X stepped on the scene but before that she was like yo you know don't let anybody put your hands on you you know by not any means necessary. by any means and so I always think about her during Black History Month because she was on the front lines with her contemporaries again like Paul Robeson mm. Du Bois and James Baldwin and I'm just like we don't see her enough so 
I want to share a thing that I discovered way back when, like before the podcast was a thing, when I was for some reason working on the breaking news team at BuzzFeed.com. <laughs> I had just gotten here, just got to New York, Aww. and I found a list of random things that Lorraine Han- Hansberry liked and hated. It was just like a thing that she scrawled Ooh. in her own handwriting. It is so fascinating because you get to see like the complexity of Lorraine and by proxy like the complexity of black people and of black women during this time when like everything was so restricted and regulated. And I just think it's awesome. I'm just going to read like a few things. Things that she said that she liked. And this was August, no, April 1st, 1960. She liked Mahalia Jackson's music. She liked her husband most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Getting dressed up, getting admired for her books. A woman named Dorothy... Sakales, I can't really read it. Dorothy Sakales, eyes. Dorothy Sakales, Shakespeare, having an appetite, slacks, my homosexuality, being alone, Eartha Kitt's looks, Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Yo. To feel like working. And like, that's the thing that I identify with. Mm. Like, when she's talking about having an appetite and like feeling like working, mm. like, it just suggests to me, like, maybe issues with depression or anxiety or like you just don't feel like it and you just can't yeah. do it. Things that she hates. Speaking. Same girl. <laughs> Too much male. My loneliness. Oh, my God. And she also lists my homosexuality in the column of things that she hates mm. in addition to things that she likes. Stupidity. Racism. Death. Pain. Crayons. <laughs> I don't know what she has. This is an incredible crayons. list. It's amazing. Silly women as silly men. <laughs> And also, she had a list of things that she was bored with. Mm. The first thing that she wrote in all capital letters, underlined with an exclamation point, was a raisin in the sun. And a raisin in the sun is like the thing that she was like known for. She also has of things she's bored to death with, drinking without happiness. Mm. Eartha Kitt. Remember, she also listed her in the things that she likes. Being a les. Lesbians, in quotation marks. And in, <laughs> in parentheses, she has the capital L variety. Oh, my God. I love Same it. Same girl. <laughs> Other people's problems, the race problems, silly white people. Wait, she said you down with OPP? <laughs> <laughs> Centuries she ago. She did, though. She did. <laughs> Yo, this is an incredible list. It is amazing. We'll put this on the website and in the newsletter as well. Um, but people need to be talking about and celebrating Lorraine Hansberry beyond a raisin in the sun. Like, mm. everybody knows a raisin in the sun, but nobody knows Lorraine Hansberry. Yo, I'm so inspired to learn more about her. She's amazing. She is amazing. I'm so, so intrigued, Tracy. This round is for Lorraine Hansberry, girl. I see you. I know you. I love you. And I'm glad that you were here, even though you were only here for a very short time. Great round, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. Heaven, who are you buying around for? This might be a little contentious. Mm. I, for Black History Month, I uh-huh. would like to buy a round for Arthur, the TV show. Okay, walk me through this. Explain <laughs> it like I'm two. So Arthur is black. <laughs> okay, how? <laughs> okay, so I've been thinking about this a lot because uh-huh. I feel like uh, me and my friends have debated a lot about like which cartoons are black or not. Oh my God, bring me into this conversation. <laughs> I have thoughts. Okay, so it's clear in that universe that there are like racialized people slash animals (laughs) okay so for example 
There's an episode where the brain celebrates Kwanzaa with his family. You lying. So the brain is definitely brown, black. What? <laughs> yes. Wait, refresh my memory. What was the brain? The brain was like the really smart um, guy in his class, in Arthur's class. Was he also an aardvark or was he? I, I want to say maybe he was a bear. Okay. And then, like, Buster was definitely white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a rabbit, of course. <laughs> he was a white rabbit. <laughs> he was a white rabbit. But then, like, Muffy, I remember that's where I learned the word Bubby. Because <laughs> she's definitely Jewish. Mm. But, like, she could, she looked like she could be black Jewish or white Jewish. Mm-hmm. It was unclear. Mm-hmm. But then also Francine. What was Francine? I'm dying to know. Francine also had a Bubby. <gasps> But what? she could definitely be black Jewish. Yeah. She looked definitely different than Muffy did. From what I remember, Francine had an attitude. She did. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Arthur so much. Uh-huh. And I, I want to strongly claim it for mm. Black History Month. So what is it about Arthur that makes you think that he was black? Great question. Break Tracy. it down. Break it down. <laughs> First of all, the theme song, Believe in Yourself. A song by Ziggy Marley. Oh, well, okay. I'm so. Tell me about a white cartoon <laughs> who's got any Marleys doing their theme song. Exactly. Wow, you're right. Uh, longtime listeners of the show will note I bought a round for Chance the Rapper. You did. You his did. version of the Arthur theme song, which is incredible. The people really, really appreciate it. They that. did. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so I contend that Arthur was at least some type of brown, mm-hmm. if not black. Okay. I also argue this because his sister is DW, mm-hmm. and DW is me. <laughs> and by the transitive property of me, DW is black. <laughs> um, also, I think it's really interesting to see uh, the guest stars on Arthur. There are a lot of incredible guest stars. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like sometimes they'd make them a little browner. Hmm. And sometimes they would look white. So, for example, if you I, I did a post like three years ago on BuzzFeed about like all the incredible guests, like some of the incredible guest stars that have been on Arthur. Mm-hmm. Who were some of the stars? Guest One stars. of them was Alex Trebek. Yo, I have a crush on Alex Trebek. Listen. <laughs> I would date the fuck out of Alex Trebek. But in the Arthur version, I will put this in the newsletter and on Twitter. <laughs> he looks black, okay? What? His hair, <laughs> the mustache. He looks black. For some of the people they translate into the show, like mm-hmm. they look browner than they are. Mm-hmm. Like they're white and they, they are translated into what I read as brown. Uh-huh. In general, I think Arthur is a black ass show mm-hmm. or at least a black universe. And they have black characters that really matter to me. And I want to give a special shout out to their musical episode, which includes the classic hits, Jekyll Hyde. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is deep. Yes. But also, if anyone is a fan of Arthur, they're probably familiar with the song Library Card. Mm. Having fun isn't hard. When you got a library card. It's <laughs> I've so seen cute. seen that quote on Tumblr. It's so cute. Um, I will play it for y'all. I feel very comfortable claiming Arthur for Black History Month. Arthur was black, y'all. Hashtag Arthur was black. Shout out to Arthur. Yes. Thank you for making Black History. (laughs) (laughs) Or some of the characters, at least. (laughs) Mr. Ratburn, he seems brown. I don't know. Y'all gotta look. 
So before we get to the credits, y'all, we want to tell you about BuzzFeed's newest podcast. It's called The Tell Show. It just launched. It's hosted by two wonderful, beautiful people that we have the pleasure of working with, Summer Ann Burton and Isaac Fitzgerald. There is a preview up on iTunes now, and the first episode, the first full episode will be up this Thursday. It features Cheryl Strayed. And if you recall, I bought a round for Cheryl Strayed's um, advice book, collection Bam. of advice um, mm. from her column at Dear Sugar. Look at this, coming full on circle. On the rumpus. Yes. So on the show, they ask people <laughs> a lot of super invasive questions <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And just a bunch of stories people have never told before. Um and I feel like you really get to know a different side of people on the show. Yeah. Fun fact. What's wrong with you is my preferred first date question. <laughs> Doesn't it gets always a lot. go well. It's a, it, gets a, it gets a lot done. <laughs> right. So check out The Tell Show. I can't wait to check it out. I also can't wait to maybe be a guest one day. I think you'll like it a lot. That being said, thank you to Hannibal Burris. I can't believe that he was here. Check out his new comedy special, Comedy Camisado, on Netflix. It's really funny. He's got a great baby bit. I like baby jokes. Yes, same. <laughs> Shout out to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I don't know why that was aggressive. <laughs> All right. This podcast is produced by Eleanor Kagan with editorial oversight by Pod Bomb Jenna Weiss Berman and production help from Julia Furlan and Meg Kramer. Thank you to Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. Thank you to our in-house fan, Jean Gray and Don Will. You can follow them both at Jean Greasy and Don Will, respectively. Thank you to heaven. I'm so glad I know you. Aw, thanks, Tracy. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can follow us on all the social media things. I'm at Heaven Rance. And I am at Brokey McPoverty because I have no money. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, what are you doing with your life? It's so good, and we're working to make it even better. You can get all these, like, behind-the-scenes things and mm-hmm. links to all the things we're talking about. Fun pictures. Et cetera, et cetera. Go to BuzzFeed.com slash another round slash newsletter to sign up. And you can hit us on the buzz. Everybody hit us on the buzz. Hey. At Twitter.com slash another round. Another round on Facebook. You can rate us on iTunes if you love us in the show. If you don't, maybe only tell God about that. (laughs) Tell iTunes. And if you have questions, comments, want to get some advice, email us at another round at BuzzFeed.com. Drink some water. Take your meds. Call your mom. Do a little black history research for yourself. Yeah, check out Lorraine Ansbury, y'all. She was great. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, I gotta pee. I gotta get out of this jumpsuit. Oh, bless your heart. This is the first time I've ever worn a jumper, and I do not understand how people pee in these. You just have to get naked. Just get the whole thing down (laughs) in the bathroom. (laughs) It's weird. I believe in you. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. Shout out to jumpers. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I did that weird air horn thing. I'm not as drunk as, as that made me sound. I swear I'm not. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs>